0: Or yourself another cup of Lady Grey, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Chelsea finished second in their Champions League group, and Newcastle are on the hunt for a director of football. It's Thursday, 9th of December. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Pete Donaldson. And I'm Eddie Brassel. <laughs> Welcome, one and all. Peter, what are you about to say? Just Google
1: those lyrics. The uh-huh. Oasis lyric. <laughs> Sneaking them in. Sneaking no, them in. I'm full well, I'm not really aware of Oasis song Bag It Up. It's a beauty. Good God. It's a What's, beauty. And well, just that like that,
2: mm-hmm. Speller doubled the sales of Dig Out Your Soul. <laughs> dig Out Your Soul.
1: Good God. Dig it out, baby. 2008 didn't need an Oasis album.
0: What, what what are you doing? What are you doing? Hey. <laughs> what are you doing? What <laughs> are you like, doing? I thought with lo- much, like, much like Dig Out Your Soul, I thought let's get it off to a flyer. Seventh and
1: final studio album by English rock band Oasis. Yeah. Good. There we full are. Full stop by that point they had a number of sleeper blokes in <laughs> yeah, Oasis just, yeah. Noel, Liam and the sleeper blokes Noel very much right, is, no, is, Noel's a great uh, guitarist because he knows that great guitarists are better when there are better guitarists next to you very true playing yeah. the bass yeah there
0: <laughs> well, we are Andy there we are leave off old Gwiggsie and Bonehead would you for crying out <laughs> loud very disrespectful start sorry about that everybody yeah, I do try I you. do try um, right Champions League time then uh, boys is uh, Zenit 3 Chelsea 3 great game was fun very Great game in Russia. Uh, went right to the wire, of course, in, in minus 12 degree weather. Unhelpful lap. That is Celsius, not Fahrenheit, I believe. <laughs> but
2: it was nice and toasty because they shut the roof.
0: Yes, Andy, it's good to make that distinction. Because it was it
2: was like 20 degrees in there.
0: Yeah, it was fine. I don't know what people are complaining about. <laughs> it was actually 20 degrees inside. Yeah. Whoa, that's cool. That is impressive. So hang on a minute. So It's like the reverse of the Qatar World Cup. I Club, was about basically. to say, what are yeah. they going to do? So, ah, ah! In Qatar, they'll open the roofs. That's how they're going to get around the heat. I'll get two roofs and open them both. There you go. You see, that's how you do it. It's that simple,
2: Andy. Oh, I reckon Harry Redknapp should be the manager of England at the Qatar World Cup. So he can put his arm outside the window. Yes,
0: I think Harry Redknapp will be playing golf in Dubai. No matter what happens. (laughs) Well, at the Euros Cup
1: final, we just open the doors. (laughs) (laughs) Let a gust in. Let a gust of people in. (laughs) And their movement will fan us. (laughs) (laughs) Just open the
0: doors. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Wembley has a roof, doesn't it, that, that can shut? Has it ever been shut? Uh, I don't know. Does it have a roof that can be shut? I, I don't talking? think so. No, maybe I'm talking bollocks. You oh, we should well, know we that. It
1: was a quite an important thing for a long time. Yeah, A right. man died, Marcus. Jeez. Did it really? Yeah, a man died, did not it? Yeah. Oh, very sad. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: anyway, let's get back to Zenit 3, Chelsea 3, shall mm. we? Um, okay. Dramatic equaliser. Uh, lovely uh, uh, goal to... to to get the goal in injury time. I mean, beautiful volley, but Chelsea, they finished second in their group
2: now, Andy, and they might have faced Lille. And firstly, can I say, Magomed Ozdoyev, yep. who scored that fantastic goal mm-hmm. right at the end. Especially because I I said on co commentary that it was Alexander Erokin had scored it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Brassel. Messing it up on the telly.
0: (laughs) You feel so validated right now, Peter, don't you? I just think I've rubbed off on him a little bit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Deary me. Well, it was, I think, well deserved because uh, Chelsea started like a train. It did. And you were thinking Mm -hmm. after 10 minutes they're going to ace this. 4-5-0. 4-5-0. Big Timo on the score sheet. And especially with Zenit, have got a huge domestic match of the weekend um, away at Dynamo Moscow. But they wanted to qualify for the Europa League, Andy, which they have done now. But they, they were already qualified for the Europa League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, they got a lot of criticism back home in Russia for like being not very good against in the Champions League all over again. Yeah. Now, I think it's excusable, obviously not qualifying in a group that has Chelsea and Juventus in it, but it was just a manner Mm. And you could tell that they were a bit stung by it because they played really well, and it must have been so like irritating to Chelsea. Mm-hmm. I think after that first ten minutes, we're going to play ourselves back into form, shut the critics up, finish top of the group. Jobs are good, and and they almost got away with it because of like their excellent individual quality, really. Mm. And we've seen that before from Chelsea in the Champions League, like going back to the first half of last season when they were doing the groups under Frank Lampard. The reason I marked them out as a possible contender is not because I thought they were the best team, but because they could play they could not play well and change it up because they have such an incredible depth of quality mm. and you know we found that and the click between Werner and Lukaku who still looks a bit rusty coming back from injury mm. was really good and they almost got away with it and then this bolt from the blue from Ozdoyev sort of serves justice I and, suppose and, and last
1: season obviously this is kind of where it started to go wrong for the previous manager
2: Mm, and yeah.
1: and like a dead rubber in in the Champions League, you know they're already they through or whatever, and uh, it all it, it, it was a terrible um, December for them, a terrible sort of uh, are you, Christmas pre- period. A little
0: prediction here?
1: No, no, because I think their fixtures are very winnable. <laughs> 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 Why
2: are you wearing that T-shirt saying Tommy Tooks out by fair? <laughs> <then? laughs> but Peter,
1: but it, oh, go on sorry. I mean, they they need to get their um, their, their injuries back from yes. injury, <laughs> or they could just pull a lot of loan players back in January, if depending on their contracts. <laughs> Do
0: you think though, if <laughs> yeah, if Chelsea, yeah, if they pulled all their knees back. They'd have three hundred players. I was about to say. <laughs> it's a bit like, you know, when, when people when they when you hear about countries where they have uh, when when people panic buy petrol like we did, or yeah. they panic buy or they withdraw cash from bank accounts and so mm. on because do you think that would happen? It would just shut down loads of football clubs everywhere. Yeah, you can't it, would, it would it would devalue
1: in- the market <laughs> because of Chelsea's It would be like, lads. Fine,
2: you're back, but we don't have enough security passes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: There's not enough uh, changing room. This year, we haven't got right.
2: any Vitesse RM loanies to put in the woodshed. <laughs> no, exactly.
0: But what about Keppa Peter? What about him? He had a great game. I mean, he game. obviously
2: conceded Didn't three he? and all, but
0: he was brilliant. Yeah, he was. But I mean, he would still have conceded three. So <laughs> yeah. I think he would probably say bad game. <laughs> and, well, of course, a goalkeeper was never going to be happy conceding three, Andy. But you know, it would have been a lot
2: more. I mean, and that, sh- that they showed... should have stuck him in midfield, and it would have stemmed the tide a bit because that, that was that was their problem. Really. <laughs> well,
0: well, what did you think of Reece James in the centre of pitch? because obviously there's the centre midfielders. You know, Kante wasn't there, Jorginho wasn't there. Was a bit of a makeshift midfield, hence Reece James in there. But like Rio Ferdinand was full of praise for for old James.
2: I thought he was reasonably good.
0: Yeah, I but thought of, the praise, of course, some of the praise, was a little bit too much. Well, it? he
2: did, he did play that one absolutely dreadful cross field pass that got caught up sure. by. It was a bit like Vieira in the lead up to Giggs' goal. Ah, actually, good, good reference in in the, in the FA Cup semi replay. It just didn't look at all, and it got picked up by Malcolm. And then again, they were caught on the hop. But I felt that he was caught. Not surprisingly, when you think there's no Kovacic, no Conte, no Jorginho. They look really light in there, and the defence had absolutely no protection whatsoever. So mm. I understand why they put him there. Mm. It felt weird because I'm used to him being super dynamic at, at yes. right wing back. Um, I, I don't think it should be a long term thing. Like maybe he can develop in in that position, but, but I don't, why would you have? I don't think there? it's a necessity because he's he's so great in his normal position.
0: Yeah, totally. By the way, the, the, your earlier reference there, I would like to think that the Arsenal defence or David Seaman having a go at Patrick Vieira for conceding that goal. Well, you've turned out and roasted all of us, but that was your fault for passing to him. <laughs> <laughs> Had a lot to do. Um, Timo Werner, though, got a brace, Peter. We like to see the German happy, don't we? I, I, I like to see him
1: doing it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> doing it. But uh, he, uh, he he just needs to do it more, doesn't
0: he? Well, two goals and an assist. He did look pretty sharp. <laughs> yeah, but he needs to do it every match. Yeah, but well, All right, every third match. Every every be happy th- we'll, with that. we'll take every third match. <laughs> I mean, it's a platform to build on, but this result does mean Chelsea... Uh, finish second in the group. They could face Bayern, Real Madrid, um, or Lille. As I said, suboptimal. It's suboptimal, isn't it? It is. But uh, basically, you want to avoid avoid Bayern. Whereas mm. actually, PSG finished second in their uh, group, as did Inter. Yes. Mm. So I, 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 look, you always want to finish top of the group. I, I understand that, and Tuchel was obviously quite annoyed at this mm. and bemoaned that um, his players sort of failed to do some of the basics. And that they got pegged back again, having had the lead, which seems to be, according to him, a recent thing that he's worried about with Chelsea.
2: He was getting his seeth on, on the touchline. He did, yeah. Wasn't he? I mean, we had the sound off when we could see him talking, but you didn't need to actually hear him. I, I sort of... It was quite careless. I, I, that was the what thing, the performance or the comments the performance okay but I, I can understand why he's annoyed having said that because well, they conceded think... the
0: three and loads of chances hence Kepper
2: had a good game because yeah. he had lots of opportunities to make saves and I thought and I still think to an extent it's important to win the group this year because there mm. is a division between the first and the second place teams however I think less annoying more annoying mm. to, to the field is that they might end up playing Chelsea as a second place team rather than that that's more, yeah, I agree. That's more of a thing yeah, yeah, yeah. than that, that exceeds like Chelsea thinking our oh, shit we're second well, did, because if you're any of those teams you're thinking oh my god we could draw them now
0: totally you'd so, ra- much rather have Juventus so do you think um, the interviewer should have said to him why well, you're annoyed imagine how annoyed other managers are fi- feeling now that you finished second you've messed it up for them as well
2: exactly poor old Lil.
0: <laughs> poor old Lille that Lille get Chelsea uh, yeah. I tell you now that's that fixture's on the cards I'll tell you that now, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, get your, put your money where my mouth is. Um, uh, yeah, what did you think of um, Manchester United versus Young Boys? one all at Old Trafford. Nice to see Tom Heaton finally make his Man United debut, Peter, 20 years after joining the club. <laughs> I like that. Go on, Tommy. Um, he came on in the second half, of course. Uh, first English goalkeeper not to concede in the Champions League since Kyle Walker. <laughs> now they are stats that we cherish, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and stats that matter. <laughs> um but uh, it was disappointing uh, really from Manchester United yeah. um but there was some there were some nice moments i mean Mason Greenwood's what would you call it a semi overhead kick
1: yeah, it was like one of those kind of like video games in the nineties where um, people would execute uh, the players would execute uh, bicycle kicks from a standing position. Right. Which then they weren't moving left or right or backwards and forwards. They were mm-hmm. just just go, there's me overhead kick. It was <laughs> a little bit like that. It, was, it the anticipation, but then having to sort of um, complete that move very quickly is yeah. uh, is always uh, good to see. But
2: how would you do that? Double tap the X. <laughs> I Double well, tap the X. I yeah, I guess it he is. He said, nineties.
0: Yeah. There was one button,
2: two buttons. <laughs> two buttons. Shoot,
1: <laughs> pass and shoot. Start
0: and finished <laughs> uh, well because of that goal I mean obviously the attention uh, turned to, to Greenwood with regards to Manchester United's performance mm. much praise once again Andy with that uh, Greenwood got from from all areas you know from Ralph Rangnick himself and, mm. and, and a, a lot of the, uh, the the pundits and so on
2: he has got that good for Rangnick vibe yeah I, I, I think uh-huh well, well, do you, I mean he's young and energetic. Well, Ranney said that not they Cristiano need Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs> he can press for crying out that no, uh, but but Ranney said about Greenwood, you know, obviously he's got the talent we need to develop him physically cuz he's still a young man of course mm-hmm. and also um mentally I think he said. Yeah. Uh, which again, you, you know, all footballers need that of course. But what do you think of, of of Greenwood at the moment Andy because a lot of people are talking him up, but bear in mind he's not seen that much action for England. I mean, there's, there's you know one or two reasons for that, and I always like to bring it back to England, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, but he's we know he's got talent, but I I just hope that it's he, reined in
2: slightly. It feels what the expectation the, the expectation. Yeah, yes. I can understand. I don't that. want him to reign his talent. I, 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 <laughs> I do I do feel it's the right coach for him. Yes. at the right time mm, mm. In, in, in Rangnick, and it's it's important to have that. That sort of development phase that he's he's still in, and when he's at his absolute best, Greenwood, it is easy to think he should play every week. Mm. But I, I think you can criticize Ole Gunnar Solskjaer for a lot of things, and I, I think the way he's used Greenwood has been relatively judicious. I, I don't mm-hmm. think there's there's anything wrong with that, and I don't mm-hmm. think he, I don't think he should be starting every single week. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, very true. Um, another young player on Manchester United's books. Pete Donaldson, who made his debut last night, Charlie Savage, son of Robbie.
1: Yeah, Robbie nice on see. Robbie was it, on
0: comms, Charlie on the pitch. He, do,
1: he gets a kick from me quite a lot, old Savage, but uh, that was a lovely, lovely moment. And yeah. I think he, uh, he deserves every
2: success. So and I didn't Darren really and Fletcher do well to step aside and... Let him lead it on. It's funny because you re- really so rarely get something like that yeah. in football, do you? Because so saying
0: what well, Darren Fletcher and Robbie Savage not being plonkers at the same time. <laughs>
2: no, I, I, <laughs> that I, is
0: incredibly rare.
2: <laughs> I meant like um, someone being able not just to like commentate on a relative, yeah. But but that that whole introduction and when it, when he when he sort of said. Oh, uh, you know all the sacrifices he's made, and you know I'm so proud of him. His mum will be so proud of him. His nana. I thought that's absolutely lovely because, like, normally a footballer doesn't get that. No, you know they just appear, mm. and then yeah. they gradually start to enter your consciousness, yeah. and they gradually start to impress. And it, it was a bit like, you know, that is, say when you have the NBA draft, for example, mm. as they're introduced to the. The, the public they 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 come up on on draft night and they go oh you know zion williamson's picked a, a number one by the new orleans pelicans comes up shakes the commissioner's hand and at first they're really oh yeah i've done it look at me check me out and zion williamson's a good example actually you know great young athlete gets up there and uh yeah. he's, he's going yeah this is the culmination of a dream and then like six seconds later he's going i don't want my mom, I love her so oh. much and you're just sat there going this is wonderful oh, this um, is wonderful and you don't get
1: those moments in football and what I like about young savage is he actually looks like his dad none of this fucking Lucas is an bollocks with his full head of hair <laughs> Sob that or John Klinsman the
0: gigantic yeah. goalkeeper f-
1: I don't like, like your fucking
0: dad rubbish <laughs> uh, uh, say what you like about Robbie Savage also, um, <laughs> uh, Manchester United had uh, Zidane Iqbal come on, uh, the first uh, English South Asian to play for the club. He looks like nothing like Zidane
1: either. Well, exactly, yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> I, I do find it obviously, you know, called uh, Zidane for for obvious reasons. I mean, you know, give a kid a name like that, but like, there must be a child out there who has a name, a, a really sort of obviously named after football, who's just not into football. Which would be yeah. quite irritating.
1: That would be it. Like, I, I guess you, would you have to be? Or he's kind of like, yes, <laughs> I know. Yes, you know why I was named that. But yeah. no, I am a very, very good estate agent. <laughs> I'm like,
2: and I'm happy. Exactly. There was, there was, I remember, round about sort of late 80s, early 90s, mm-hmm. there was a story in the South London press about a kid who had been given the names, or as middle names, <clears throat> the names of the entire Millwall promotion to the top flight winning team right so you, you had this you had this guy who was called you know Charlie Terry Herlock Tony Cascarino Teddy Sheringham love that etc 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 lovely mention for Terry Herlock for crying out loud
0: mm. um, yeah so oh, oh we should say about Tez Danic, pal he's um, is it the Iraq under 23 captain uh, he's under 23 certainly first with them, yeah he's certainly had a few games with them yeah, yeah. quite impressive 18 mm. 18 years old. Big things, we hope. Big things. Um, So, yes. A little mention for Fabian Reeder's equaliser for young boys. Wasn't a bad goal, was it? Two lovely goals. Donny van der Beek got the assist. Well, I I mean, they came out the second half
1: with a rocket (laughs) up their bum. So they played a lot better. But I I think Donny van der Beek would have uh, an argument. to i of say, well, I expect a player I'm passing the ball to, just yeah. kind of be on his toes a little bit. <laughs> it's just in the 18-yard box. Mm. Can you just be a little bit more aware of what's happening around you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Come to come to me, yeah, maybe. That's you know, yeah. Look
0: a little bit interested. Well, I tell you what, if that was under Solskjaer, people would have moaned and said, well, it's all too relaxed under Rangnick. Well, where's the pressing? Where's <laughs> the intensity, <laughs> the pressing, eh? Yeah. That's not very good, is it? It was young boys' first away point in their in their Champions League history, which was uh, a lovely old job mm. for them. And uh, big David Wagner. Well done, indeed. Um, uh, uh, Right, gentlemen, elsewhere in the Champions League, Bayern Munich beat Barcelona 3-0. Barcelona knocked out of the group stages of the Champions League for the first time since the year 2000. They dropped down into the Europa League. It will be very odd seeing Barcelona in the Europa League, a bit like it was that time when Juventus
2: were in the Europa League and they were dumped out by Fulham, Andy. Yes, <laughs> Shame that can't be repeated this season with Barcelona, isn't it? Well, give it a couple next of it season. Is. I mean, Barcelona aren't getting back into the Champions League in a hurry, so maybe maybe next. <laughs> More season likely that the Fulham noise. are
0: going to get back in the Europa League before Barca get in the Champions League. Is that what you're saying?
2: Yeah, uh, that's exactly what I'm saying. I mate. said it. I yes. said it a few weeks ago,
0: West Ham Barca in the in
2: the yeah, round you after did. this one. You did. Come on,
0: that would be nice. Wouldn't that it? Would that be they, nice? They're
2: going to have to win their playoff game to get in the last 16 mm. and play West Ham. So. At the moment, West Ham can like sit there in the deck chair and go <laughs> But I mean if West Ham,
0: like what would I mean, would David Moyes would he just take off if they got a win at the new camp? I mean that would be He's quite understated. He doesn't really sort of lose his mind, does he? He's quite yeah, but if he's
1: you're gonna lose it. He's, good, be he's, he's an
2: underrated goal celebrator actually, do not Right, yeah. is he right? I, I enjoy I him as a goal so. goal celebrator on the touchline. Mm.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I agree with you. I agree. We, we, I think we've got Sunderland David Moyes in our minds so much. Always. He made such an impression on us there. Um, but I, I, th- I think the, it's the extraordinary
2: thing is when you potentially get West Ham versus Barcelona. West Ham are favourites in that, yeah. unless yeah. something really radical changes in the meantime.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. Very true indeed. Well, Xavi was very angry, and we knew this because uh, in his post-match interview he said, "I'm angry. Um, <laughs> this is this is the reality, and it pisses me off." Yeah, I I mean, it was, mm, it's brave the right word, possibly, ballsy maybe, uh, to go back to Barcelona at this time. I mean, its I know you're offered the job and you're going to take it and you think, well, they're in such a poor situation that actually maybe I can only do good, who knows. But it looks like, uh, Peter, that he's going to follow a similar sort of touchline fashion uh, to that of Pep Guardiola, he's wearing jeans and a puffer jacket. I like it. Is that the big takeaway? <laughs> that's all we That's all we can, that's all Barcelona fans can really take from this.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm not really sure they can um, hope for a link up with D-squared as uh, the way things are going. Oh, is that right? Yeah. But I mean, they, was, they were soundly beaten,
0: obviously, but I mean, they are playing Bayern as well. So it's a bit of a, um, it, was a, it was a bit sort of, um, you know, they've been poor, Bayern have been great and so on. Um, Thomas Muller had some um, damning comments himself after saying, I think Barca can't cope with the intensity. Technically, they have it all, but they can't cope with the intensity in top football. It's all right, Thomas, we know what's going on there, for crying out loud. So it's a bit, you know, that was <laughs> If only there was a
2: German word for that. If only there was. <laughs> uh... If
0: only there was. Uh, uh, do you know what, Andy? Um, with, uh, with, 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 with Bayern, I... I What's that goal music that they have? Because there was, when they scored, it starts off with like a big yabba dabba doo and then it starts going, and it goes Can can.
2: Is it the can can? Yeah. What's quite, the yabba dabba do about? It's, it's, quite, it's quite oppressive, I find. And it. without know, any fans, f- it f- 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 goes on, on for toe- too long. But you could argue that is a thing with German football in general. It goes on the, for the, too the long. Goal, goal music goes on too long. Because <laughs> remember, we were talking about this yesterday at Leipzig. They have James Brown playing for absolutely <laughs> ages. And especially in an empty stadium. Well, that's what I mean. I mean. It's like, tell us you're a club that was formed in 2009 <laughs> without telling us you're a club that was formed in but 2009. I think, I think it
0: was even worse for those Barcelona players because normally you get the roar of a crowd. Whereas that, there was no fans there, of course. Yes, and it's you're the same think...
2: same thing as Leipzig. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're, it's you're like you're that, halfway that through <laughs> your next again, and it's, it's still going on and you're like, we're trying to make a comeback here. Can we have some respect? Uh, oh, my God, I,
0: I would <laughs> desperately try and keep them out, just to not hear that bleeding music.
2: it all It all goes back to Anastasia playing uh, seven minutes past the uh, end of scheduled half time that time they were celebrating the championship. I mean, all her fault is it? Yeah, you remember I, I, Carlo I, I, got involved. I've didn't talk, he? I, yeah, I've talked about this that was that was at the town hall later. I've talked, I've, I've, Town hall. I've talked about this a, a million times where Anastasia played on for too long at half time and Aryan Robin just got fed up with it and he started helping her off like with bits of the stage that's quality yeah. <laughs> that's exactly I'm
1: quality. all out of time yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah alright with Anastasia <laughs> um,
0: my goodness my that's, goodness call him Carlo King Carlo, there we are. Well, if you want more European football chat, get yourselves over to Football Ramble presents for today's on the continent, where Dot and Andy are joined by the wonderful Nikki Bandini. Should be an absolute cracker. All right, then, boyses, let's have a quick break. Hey, everyone.
2: so no right you right. up there. You guy. got the power to know In this track's will Always believe in Carlton
0: Welcome back everybody to the Football Ramble. It's email time.
1: You know if you got to email To show a phone Lovely. <laughs> Got an email from uh, Ross. Uh, hello, all, after Tuesday's show, starting with asking uh, Josh uh, Stone to email in if she was listening. I'd like to stake my claim as the closest you are going to get. That's the email. Nothing more. All the best, Ross Stone. As <laughs> <laughs> uh, a school kid in the early noughties, which is our protagonist's uh, pomp, who knew that bullying nickname would lead to this? <laughs> Thank you, Ross Stone.
0: I can't begrudge that man at all. Yeah. What a wonderful email. What a wonderful email.
2: Uh, We've got one here from Sean Andreas. Monday's show continued on with the new penalty kick convo. I remember back in the mid-90s when MLS tried a new way to decide winners because you can't be equally as good in America, apparently. The five seconds, (laughs) 35-yard shootout. A neat mm. idea, but it didn't go so well. I don't see penalties changing for the entire sport anytime in my lifetime. But if I do have an idea, if we want to change it up, blindfold both taker and keeper. The ref counts down from five, and then the taker has to kick the ball. Ooh, an interesting spin on things. <laughs> don't spin. No. What What about if the penalty taker had their legs tied together? And the goalkeeper had his hands tied together. Oh, I think st- I still think the keeper would win. That yeah, one. The, the, the,
0: the, you've massively advantaged the keeper there.
2: If the goalkeeper's David Seaman, certainly. Leave off David Seaman. <laughs> no, Leave I'm, off David. I'm complimenting him for his right. penalty save against Scotland in Euro '96. How <laughs> are you now? Spellsy, <laughs> spellsy.
0: Spells- spells- disappoint me. me. I disappoint everybody, Andy. Um, right there we are. Thanks very much for your emails, Pete. What's next?
1: We got this. I prefer to kill him. Oh, it's time for the return of Pop Antonio Conte. It is... hey! It's been a way too long. It's been a way too long. Uh, two footballers mashed together uh, you guys have to figure out what the hell I'm talking about are you guys ready ready I'm ready Let's, here we go alright this clue comes from Matt Wood thanks Matty uh, I'm the poor man's uh, Jose Mourinho and I'm a goalkeeper who was born in the US but represented England at youth level and Wales at
0: international level Andrew Vierspawas my hill hey Marcus Ooh, Speller come
1: on Whoa, it's steady. been a while
0: <laughs> straight back in <laughs> no
1: ring rust from Lukaku Speller come <laughs> on <laughs> come on right. <laughs> Here's your second one. Uh, this one comes from Rob Cullimore. Uh I played in a Champions League final and won a PFA Young Player of the Year 2015-16 and I'm a Senegalese striker who played for Southampton
0: in the 90s. Uh, George Wyatt's cousin, the second one? Oh, I've got nothing. No, me here.
2: I don't know the rules anymore, honestly.
0: Delhi Ali Dyer! Days! Oh, Ali Good
1: stuff. Well done. Thank you, Rob
0: Cullimore. There we are. Excellent. 1 0 to the Spelzies, kind of. But it was, it was yeah, I mean, yeah But yeah. it doesn't matter. We're not keeping
1: score. But I think you should have one removed for not getting the second one right. <laughs> but
0: what that is either. that tattoo on your forearm, Marcus? <laughs> it, says, it says Marcus one Andy nil. <laughs> uh, what's the day's <laughs> date? <laughs> oh dear! Excellent stuff. Well, well done uh, to Portman, Tony Conte, mm. and well done to me. Mm. Right then, um, I don't get a prize for that. But Patrick Schick. Has got a prize. He became the first footballer to win an NFT trophy this week. Over to you, Pete Donalds. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cool, Daniel. <laughs> so, could you explain what NFT? Stuff We've is. spoken about this before. I know for my
1: sake. <laughs> it's a it's a little little thing you can buy. Yep. Uh a little a little token of support mm. to your favourite artist. Yes. Or footballer or sports Which fan. Which has I no mean,
2: value or joy. So in does NFTs stand for no fucking trophy?
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> 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 Pretty much Andy. But I mean like I mean this is kind of a decent example of using NFTs, really, because you don't really own You've kind of achieved mm. it, so what are you
0: actually gaining for yes. a bit of brass, really? So, so NFT, you can buy something sort of... Like a tweet can be a, tw- a tweet. Be a Anything there. could be an NFT.
1: Yeah. Is it like, like they've, talk they've, talk they've, they've bought him a coffee?
2: Yeah, That's... it's like a coffee. Little, yeah, yeah but a, a little... coffee
0: that you can just look at, like a picture
2: of a coffee. Yeah, so so basically, if we got a picture of Patrick Schick mm. and Pete or Vish, like, grafted on a trophy and, like, you know, some of those, like, cool. analogue shades. yeah,
0: Why Vish? <laughs> Fish loves a Photoshop. Yeah, he loves a Photoshop, he. Photoshop yeah. Oh, he Sorry. does. I just, I just thought he was anti-NFT. That was all. Didn't we? But, this is, but this
1: is the perfect example of using an NFT properly, I, one would argue. Okay, you know, yeah. It's quite a useful thing. I mean, if
2: Fish was on the case, he could get presented it by Mark Corrigan as well. <laughs> now you're talking. Uh,
0: he was given the uh, Gazprom, obviously, Euro 2020 goal of the tournament award for that goal against Scotland. Um, but, yeah, as you say, it's it's a, it's a virtual trophy, so um, he cannot... It'll no be happening one, more and more. Well, no one can say hands on the trophy, because uh, he he, no. he doesn't sort of it's exist really. It's in the blockchain, really. baby. He, it will be available to be viewed as a hologram at UEFA and Gazprom's headquarters. <laughs> well, why not give him the
1: hologram? Think of the overheads, mate. <laughs> Think of it. The- it's an yeah. hologram. You can't touch light,
0: mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs>
2: Don't you f- worry about it, mate. <laughs> I feel guilty about having a hot tub and two saunas at home,
0: honestly. <laughs> it's a hologram of a hot tub, though,
2: isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> but,
0: uh, yeah, so Schick's reaction was, I'm very proud to be the first in the history of football to receive this kind of trophy. To be honest, I have never seen something like this before.
2: That, that last sentence, it's very difficult to work out how that was mm. expressed in real life, because it could be said with utter joy... Yeah with really not bothered either way or with total disgust.
0: I think it's bemusement. <laughs> or bemusement.
2: Yeah. yeah, I think that's what <laughs> yeah. it is. I've,
0: I've never seen this before. Very proud of it. Yeah, fine. Where's the hologram? I oh, can't be asked going there. Thanks very much. <laughs> I don't <laughs> have a wallet. Do, yeah, exactly. I don't Do have a wallet. Oh, Do you have I'm any arse. more questions for me to answer? No? Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, um, so uh, there we are. Right then, let's uh, quickly go to the northeast of England because Newcastle are on the hunt for a director of football. Uh, well, they've now hired an external recruitment firm called Nolan Partners to help them find Kevin a director. Well, Peter it sounds suspicious. Well, it, Peter. <laughs> apparently uh, Andy Carroll was found sleeping in their quarters <laughs> uh, in the office, but uh, yes, is Regis <laughs> uh, But yes, so Nolan Partners are to help them find a director of football, if. Um, uh, uh, Kevin Nolan himself ends up being the director of football, that will be simply glorious. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and presumably, Nolan Partners will be looking for directors of football
1: so we can yeah, apply maybe. to them directly. Possibly. Here's our CVs with, uh, the, written by that little um, paper-clipping word. <laughs> I
0: you're writing a CV. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the plan seemed to be put a director of football in place as soon as the takeover went through a couple of months ago. But it didn't happen, Andy. And uh, we've come to expect this sort of disorganisation at uh, Newcastle United. Well, you could say that. but well, that was, I will that, say that. that.
2: That was the old regime and this is the new regime. What I don't really understand yeah. is they've been in position to take over for, what, a year and a half? Yeah. And it's a bit like the way that during the pandemic, when fans were away, it, it was it was all sort of, you know, these big sort of banners behind the the um, the the uh, seat saying um, oh, we can't wait to have you back and stuff. Mm. When you are actually back, we're not ready to fulfil your ticketing requirements. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's it's like a similar thing. It's like oh, what now? Now mm. I'm on now. Now we got fans. Oh god! Yeah, I was I was I was just reading the paper. I didn't realise it would be now. <laughs> Meet the new uh, boss,
0: same as the old boss, Andy. <laughs> That's what we could say about
1: that. But you, you saw well, the way that they sort of pursued and almost signed Unai Emery. Is it kind of yeah, they were surprised at how different football is from mm. the rest of the world and it is different it is a bit of a weird bubble that, that, mm-hmm. that no one really knows the rules and regs for mm. um, but they, the, the, the PR uh, I think they think that their PR is easier than the actual work itself but it turns out neither is very easy yes. and, you, and you're constantly putting your foot in your mouth <laughs>
0: yeah very true well, they, um, they were after Mark Overmars for a mm. bit although don't chase him you'll never catch him
2: and, and they, they denied offering the job to Michael Emanato. yes they did but they, they didn't say we never spoke to him I mean, obviously, you can say, yeah, we're looking for a director of football. And he might have said, no. <laughs> and then, oh, well, we never offered him the job. <laughs> I mean, what's, what's not said is, is just as important as what is actually said. Yeah, and yeah I think yeah, it's yeah, worth yeah. saying.
0: Very true. Well, uh, there is chat that Newcastle are prepared to uh, try and get Ben Me and James Tarkovsky. Um, and, uh, and they're going to double their salaries. Get Roediger. Come, yeah, on. come <laughs> on. Yeah. What's Riyar got? I don't <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. They're, they're, I mean, as you said before we came into the studio, Peter, you know, James Tarkovsky, they've they've coveted him for a while and then he puts in that performance against Newcastle. Yeah, he turded the place up against <laughs> Newcastle. But he, Are you he, saying come
2: and get me,
1: please? <laughs> it is, he's just got He's down in tills. Um He's but, our type of man. But like a year ago, I think. Uh, West Ham was certainly in the hunt for him. They're going to pay a, oh, look, a tidy he's a penny as well. He's a good player. Mm, yes. um, but he, but his plan then was he wanted to leave because he wanted to mm. play for England. To never join Newcastle. Do yeah. You want to play for England. No no no. Don't good do that. God. Yeah. It's Our number nine
0: thinks he's going to play for England <laughs> and he's scoring every match. He's not going to play for England. Oh. <laughs> well, we'll see if they can uh, raid Burnley. Yep. Um, but Sean Dyche is standing in the way. Get off my babies. Exactly. Yeah. No matter what I'm the gonna weather. i bury them in it, snow. <laughs> 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 well I'm not wearing any clothes uh, ok right then tonight gentlemen we've got uh, more European uh, football action it's the Europa Conference League uh, and the Europa League Spurs were meant to be playing Wren in the Europa Conference League uh, tonight but it looks like it's not going to go ahead Spurs have been battling uh, with the Covid outbreak uh, outbreak. Sorry, this week um, and they announced that the game was off uh, in a statement at 9pm last night but then Wren Posted a counter statement at 10.30 saying that because there's been no confirmation from UEFA, they were sticking with their decision. They'd already landed in London. But then today, UEFA initially announced the game was going to go ahead, but then announced an hour later that it's not. So a bit of a confusing situation, but it looks like the game is not going ahead tonight. Uh, Leicester uh, have seven players unavailable, um, some because of COVID. Uh, They are playing Napoli. Mm. Jamie Vardy is expected to start uh, in the Europa League for the first time this season. Away against Napoli, as Leicester, they, they
2: need a draw to at least a draw to progress. Right, interesting one. It, it is an interesting one, especially because Napoli have been quite underwhelming in this group. They've yeah. recently fallen off the top of Serie A. They've got a ton of injuries, mm. and there was that brilliant moment when they lost at uh, um, Spartak in the last match day, where uh, Luciano Spalletti refused, point blank, refused to shake the hand of his opposite uh, his opposite number, Hui Vittoria. But it wasn't <laughs> like he just sort of ran off down the tunnel like Simeone he actually shook his head and said no didn't he
1: oh, that's a he's waving his
2: where's around i you can't touch this <laughs> you can't have it but Rui Vittoria was laughing <laughs> I mean he enjoyed it he made the most of the moment what do you reckon of Spalletti
0: these days I mean he still looks the same which is which is obviously enjoyable he looks, he
2: looks very young for his age
0: he does yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but he never looked that young that's the trick isn't it yeah, yeah. look old when you're young
1: and yeah. then you never age I suppose right. so
2: I, I'm wondering like if Napoli do win the title and obviously they've got to come back still I, I do wonder how he'd celebrate I just remember him you know celebrating in the snow at St. Petersburg when Zenit were champions with his shirt off oh, that's <laughs> what you want Sean Dyche come on it's like, yeah. it's like it's like the Geordies after that win at Burn against Burnley at the weekend.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it was twenty degrees in the stadium, yeah. Because of all <laughs> the, the
2: warmth.
0: But uh... not
2: in the old stadium.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what the new regime have brought. They've brought the warmth. They've got the Saudi Arabian sunshine. They burn those big fucking letters, can't they? <laughs> they will warm their arms around, <laughs> around that fire. <laughs> Oh, dear. But I do know a place where you can buy some gloves, though, for cheap. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dearie me. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's Football Ramble on tomorrow's show. Pete, you're back with Kate and Luke yeah looking forward to it yeah 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 what are you expecting It's Friday tomorrow it's Friday tomorrow yeah, it how about is. that What you is expecting? this fucking week god. what are you expecting tomorrow you are going to sort of get amongst it You know, get amongst to... it oh god it's Luke's game isn't it yeah, oh know.
1: what a st- And Kate doesn't enjoy it
0: either I don't think <laughs> well it should be admin era free Okay. <laughs> it's like tomorrow. Like a prep for
2: Christmas really isn't yeah. it? uh,
0: <laughs> it's uh, the battle of who could care less um, <laughs> so there we are right uh, thank you very much for listening to The Football Ramble of course part of the Acast Creator Network um, it's been a pleasure uh, do check out uh, On the Continent as we said earlier uh, but until next time thank you very much Andy Brassel big up thank you P. Donaldson take your tops off thank you ladies and gentlemen tops off now
1: The Football Ramble is a
3: Stack Production and part of the Acast Creator Network Spring? Is that you?